So then I kept investigating and I thought, hmm, I really like to listen to podcasts when I walk in the morning. Maybe, just maybe somebody in the world is doing a podcast about this. And guess who I found? You guys. <laughs> you guys. And I thought, bingo, I've hit the jackpot. And I was so happy. I've heard the episodes, you know, once and twice. And it's amazing because I can just listen to them when I'm walking. So I don't have to really set up specific time to, of my day and feel like I'm, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. So that really gave me renewed energy and inspiration to plow through Komono. Welcome to Spark Joy, the podcast dedicated to celebrating the Kamari method and the transformative power of surrounding yourself with joy and letting go of all the rest. With your hosts and certified Kamari consultants, Kristen Ivey and Karen Sochi. And now, here's the show. This year, we're trying something new. Welcome to our first ever SparkJoy Club member spotlight. We're dedicating a few episodes this year to shine a bright light on all of the progress our SparkJoy Club members are making on their tidying journeys while listening to SparkJoy podcasts and leaning on the community. First up is SparkJoy Club member Monica Ruiz. Monica worked in product development for Corporate America for 15 years. After that, she decided to pursue her passion in cooking and went to school for cooking before retiring in Central Mexico. Currently, she's a mom of an amazing 15-year-old girl and can always be seen with yarn and needles for creativity, relaxation, and learning. Monica has been a SparkJoy Club member for a little over a year, pretty much since the club first debuted. Welcome to SparkJoy, Monica. Thank you, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. Tell us, when did you first hear about and discover Marie Kondo and the KonMai Method? It was the fall of 2016. KonMari Method kept popping on my media feed everywhere, you know, Pinterest, Facebook, with a promise of um, how to tidy your home once and for all. And I was super curious. I thought, this sounds different. I got the book on Amazon through a friend. And this was kind of interesting because she had gifted me some music. And I already owned that music. So I decided to exchange that gift for the KonMari book. Immediately, like KonMari says, Ichi ni. I started reading it and it literally inspired me very, very much to the point that I was crying when I was reading the book. I really was moved. I think that's beautiful that you were so inspired by the life-changing magic of tidying up, which has really sparked this joy of decluttering in so many. And I know what you had in front of you because I have seen your house, at least virtually. It's beautiful in, right there in Mexico. I would love for you to tell our listeners a bit more about what was ahead of you, the scope of your project, the size of your home, the volume of your clutter, and those who you share your home with. Sure. We do have a big house here in, in Mexico because it's uh, slightly more affordable than in other countries. So our house is big. It's a four bedroom, even though it's just three of us in the house, my husband, my daughter, and myself. Since my daughter was born, we've been accumulating you know, toys and memorabilia. And um, I'm also known to be a bit of a pack rat with you no know, memories and books and, and things I like. So when I started looking at everything I had, it was really overwhelming. 
I really wanted to have a home that would be much more beautiful to look at. I always wanted to have like empty shelves. You know, I, I've been inspired to see magazines or even showrooms that they have a beautiful bookshelf and there's a couple of empty, empty shelves. So I wanted to have that feeling in my house. Ultimately, I really wanted to capture that feeling of peace and happiness. I read from Marie and it was transmitted to me and I thought, wow, this could be achieved on an everyday basis. I think a lot of our listeners, and I know everyone who has gone through the Conmari process, is very curious about how others start their tidying journey. I know that I can remember pulling all of my clothes out and piling them up on the bed. And at the time, I had you know, a New York City closet, so it wasn't that hard to pile up all of my clothing, although a lot of people will just do a subcategory at a time, just depending on what feels comfortable. And, and as you know, we encourage people to just start with what feels comfortable in order to not feel too overwhelmed by the process. So I'm curious, do you remember the first category that you started with, how you started, or even the first items that you were able to tidy, edit, and organize? Sure, I do remember. And I was so excited. I even wrote kind of like a journal, you know, quick notes on my phone. I have a, a big walk-in closet that um, I don't know how, but it was also a gift wrapping station. And also it had my yarn, which is, as you said, one of my big hobbies. So um, I wrote a quick vision also on my phone, you know, how would I like my home and, and me to feel? And I made a pile of clothes right in the middle of my walk-in closet. And the first item that has always been there since forever, it's a Bavarian skirt. I got that skirt in, on my very first trip to Europe, and I love it so much. It doesn't fit anymore, of course, but I really, really love it. So I took it in my arms, and it sparked all this joy, and I knew what spark joy means. It's almost like a trophy to me, like a treasure. All the different items that I had there, you know, makeup and the gift wrapping and the yarn, I immediately started taking things off and thought, you know, the closet is for clothes and shoes and bags, and that's it. So it was a workout to get everything out, but I, I did that. On the first two days, you know, I had three of the biggest trash bags you've ever seen. Three of them were totally full and ready for donation. Beautiful start. And I'm curious also, you were introduced to the book back in 2016. Do you remember when you started to tidy, exactly when this was happening? Well, we just came back from summer vacation. And my daughter went back to school and I thought this is the perfect time to start. So it was early September, 2016. Fantastic. And how long did it take you to get across the finish line and finish your tidying event? Well, I was on a rampage. So I tidied about every other day, whenever I could, for about two months. And I went through clothes, books, papers. I lost sleep. I was dreaming about KonMari. I was thinking where to put things. It was amazing. So the first three categories, you know, I really went through them really fast and I felt wonderful. So now you're approaching category four. And of course, we all will want to know what the challenges have been for you. Were there any particular items that were most difficult or moments when you felt really stuck or that you just wanted to turn back and give up and 
maybe try something else at some other time or just forget the whole thing altogether. Right. Well, as I was saying, September and October, I was on a rampage. I was really doing it really well. And in November, my mom got really sick. She went to the hospital and we lived far away. So I totally stopped Micromary process to focus on helping her out. And then after that, it was the holidays and the new year. And I really, I lost steam. I did some kimono here and there, little by little, but without much progress. And that was the whole pretty much 2017. So do you feel that, you know, having a family emergency come up and maybe even that you were so enthusiastic at the beginning that when you said, as you said, you ran out of steam, I think that that's a very common experience when people are really gung-ho in the process and they, they just need to take a break. Yeah, could be because I really was very tired. I was losing sleep just thinking about Komari. I was starting to tell my family about it and my friends about it and trying to get everybody to read the book. And maybe I just got burned out. Do you think then after the break, it was, you know, kind of almost a a self-care break? Do you feel that after that, it was a little easier to get back to it? Well, the interesting thing is, since I had started and, you know, it had touch my soul, so to speak. It was always in the background of my mind. And I was doing a little bit here, you know, let's do the medicines, let's do the cosmetics, let's do stationery, let's do crafting supplies. But I wasn't really doing it all the time, you know, like going through. So I started and stopped. I did one category, one subcategory of kimono, and then I went back, you know, a month later. So I wasn't really doing it right. So, you know, one day, I just decided, you know, I probably should look for some other resources. You know, I really wanted to read the book again, but I I just didn't for some reason. So one day I Googled and then I started finding all these YouTube videos. And I was like, oh my goodness, inspired again. A video that really pops to my mind is like a preview Marie has on this um, Udemy course. It's some sort of platform for courses. And I looked at the the previews and I thought, wow, I really need to get going with this. So then I kept investigating and I thought, hmm, I really like to listen to podcasts when I walk in the morning. Maybe, just maybe somebody in the world is doing a podcast about this. And guess who I found? You guys. (laughs) You guys. And I thought, bingo, I've hit the jackpot. And I was so happy. I've heard the episodes, you know, once and twice and... It's amazing because I can just listen to them when I'm walking. So I don't have to really set up specific time to, of my day and feel like I'm, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. So that really gave me renewed energy and inspiration to plow through Komono, which is to me the most difficult one, frankly, because it's so huge. So that was what gave me Konmari back, if you will. I love it. And I love that we could help you through kimono, which really either makes or breaks a whole tidying journey. So I'm so glad that you were able to find us not only through the podcast, but also become a SparkJoy Club member for our listeners who also need a bit of support when getting a bit stuck, whether it be kimono or clothing or paper, any of the clutter categories. Here's a bit more about how you can join the SparkJoy Club. The question, does it spark joy, is a simple one, but not so easy to execute alone. Extend your tidying experience by joining the Spark Joy Club. 
our online community filled with our clients, fellow listeners, and Kamari enthusiasts ready to support your journey. If you find yourself buried under clothing, stuck on storage, or pointing fingers at untidy housemates or family members, we want to help you finish your tidying journey once and for all. Support the show at the Joy Riser level and receive access to our exclusive virtual community, as well as the Tidy Home Joy Journal, your number one tidying companion. Visit sparkjoypodcast.com and click on Join the Club to get started. And now back to the show. And Monica, we should mention that you don't necessarily have a certified Kamari consultant near your town to help you out. That's right. So you truly were going through this on your own and you were able to lean on virtual support. Absolutely. You know, the the virtual support, all the fans that are out there, you know, either in the SparkJoy Club or in YouTube or Pinterest, Instagram, you name it, all of those little tidbits and inspiration that you can come across by every day, it's just uplifting. You know, it's real people doing real tidying and finding real challenges and somehow from a distance cheering you on. Beautiful. And I'm imagining that really kept you going. Did anything else really motivate you to finish up? Well, I was and I still am. So enthusiastic that I shared it with my mom, with my sister. You know, I basically pushed them to do it on their houses and and they did it successfully. And any friend I would talk to, you know, the conversation would go to Komari. That and my weekly inspiration with the podcast really, really has kept me going. You know, now that I have finished tidying and now that I am in the maintenance and um, as you call it, unfinished business or projects. You know, I have tons of projects that I'm still doing, like recipe books or scrapbooks or tweaking the arrangements of where things are in the house. Yeah, I'm glad that you recognize these projects and that you are working on it. It's an inevitable part of the journey. We will always have unfinished business in our lives when we are living our lives, right? And leading all those experiences and that vision that you have of creating that home that really was making space for more. So now a big question though, have you found this experience to be worth it? Has it impacted your life in a positive way? Has it changed your life as the book suggests? Is it magical? (laughs) (laughs) It's magical. Let me tell you, ladies, it's just unbelievable. I breathe easier. I am more focused. I have more discipline, you know, keeping things tidy, putting things away, even doing more self-care. You know, I'm I'm exercising every single day. An interesting thing is that when I tidied, it was amazing. It was really magic because time went slower. I would run and go and do things and and that. And then I I thought, you know, maybe two hours have gone by. And I would look at my watch and it was just half an hour. And I had accomplished so much. So somehow the clock was slowing, like the method was trying to tell me, you can do this. There's enough time for you to do it as thoroughly as you need to. It was amazing. A funny thing that I can tell you, when I read the book and it said that Marie can smell the electrical stuff, I thought, this is too much. This is ridiculous. (laughs) Ladies, I can smell it. I can smell it now. You know, I was making a pile of electronics to donate and old cameras and things. And I could smell the thing. Yes. It's crazy. <laughs> and 
another example is labels on my clothes. You know, the labels of how do you wash this thing or that. I can't stand them anymore. All my life, I, I had the labels on. And now any piece of clothing that has a label, I have to rip it out immediately. And of course, you know, when I was a kid, I loved Tetris. I love Tetris even more now because all my drawers have been Tetrisized. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. You know, my life has really, really changed everywhere I look. Fantastic. I love Tetrisized. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear also that you are attacking those tags. Definitely a sign that you have truly adopted this as a lifestyle. It's moved on from being this event to just a way of living. And can you tell me a little bit more about what you know now that you didn't know before you started tidying? Well, I'll tell you, my husband was born with a KonMari chip. He's incredibly tidy and orderly. My daughter is so-so, but... uh, I wasn't always very, very tidy. And, and now I know that it's, it is actually possible to improve and to change and to be happier. As I told you, I, I felt really tired, but very happy to see things going out of the house, out of the closet, out of the drawers that didn't belong there. I didn't know that coughing fits from dust are real. <laughs> and the one thing I could never believe is how contagious tidying is. My husband really, you know, he's super tidy, but when he saw me doing this, he started getting clothes out. He started getting mostly paper. He had kept papers forever. He started just, without me telling him anything, sorting out his stuff, his books, his papers, you know, everything. And even my daughter and, you know, teenagers, kids are difficult to convince. One day my daughter said, let's tidy the, the toys that she had kept for all her life. And let's tidy the pantry with all my candy is. And amazing, you know, I didn't have to buck her or or bribe her. She just started doing it by herself. So that is just incredible. Well, all of our listeners with kids who are not currently tidy will be encouraged to hear that. Great progress. And you have been officially tidying for two and a half years, roughly. And now you're wrapped up living the dream. We'd love to hear what your favorite tidying tip is. What have you learned from this organizational moment in your life. One of my favorite tips for people that are doing this is, uh, well, in Komono, the nemesis, what worked for me was starting with what was bothering me the most. You know, in my case, it was the junk drawers, the pantry, the freezer, and the DVDs, you know, and even a big bunch of VHS tapes. Believe it or not, we still have a VHS player and everything. So those things were really, you know, making me angry because it's like, what are all this, what is all this mess? So I started there, you know, that I love that about Komono that you don't have to start in a specific place, but you can just decide which one. So I tackled these terrible ones first. And then I felt so good after those were done that I could keep going with um, easier, so to speak, Komono items. Of course, you know that we ask all of our guests, what is sparking the most joy for you at this very moment? Well, it's three things I would have to say. I really love my yarn to the point of an obsession. And when I tidy it, when I arrange it, when I put it by color or by weight or, you know, when I play with my yarn, I really actually feel incredibly joyful. It's unbelievable. Beyond that, I love food. I love to prepare food and I love to eat food. I think it's uh, beyond 
sustaining our life, but just nourishing our soul as well. So that really big, brings me joy every day because I do it every day. And last but not least, music. You know, one of my favorite phrases is what life takes, music restores. And um, I am so thankful that it exists and that it helps us through any moment in life. Awesome. And do you have any final words of encouragement for those who are solo tidying and don't have access to a Kamari consultant to conduct an in-home tidy with them or other professional organizing support? Sure. I would tell people, you know, find your resources, find the podcast, find the Spark Your Club, look for videos, um, social media, read the books, reread the books. The, the second time you read them, they say so much more. So, you know, the Tidy Home Joy Journal, you know, it's such a little thing and it's just so amazing. It's, you know, a few pages, but they're all made of gold. They make you think and realize things and plan your journey. So share the enthusiasm with anybody that, that will listen, because if you're curious about it, then that means it's speaking to you. So share it, talk about it, look for the resources. It becomes um, what we call a virtuous cycle. You know, once you start getting deeper into it and, and talking with more people, then, then you get more into it and, and you start realizing what the magic really is about. Perfect way to end it here, Monica. We are just so impressed by your determination and your hard work. Thank you so much for being the very first SparkJoy Club member fan to share your experience here on SparkJoy Podcast. I'm thrilled, guys. Thank you so much. And I wish you the best. You really deserve it. So now we want to hear from you. Tell us your burning, tidying questions or share stories about how Kanmari has impacted your life. Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and review the show which helps us reach others along their tidying journeys. To extend your tidying experience, you can join the Spark Joy Club. Visit sparkjoypodcast.com and click join the club to become a member of the Spark Joy community or join us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for tuning in and we hope your day sparks joy. Thank you for listening to Spark Joy with your hosts, Kristen Ivey of For the Love of Tidy in Chicago and Karen Sochi of The Serene Home in New York City. Spark Joy, the podcast, is not endorsed by or affiliated with Kamari Media Inc. The opinions expressed on this episode represent the views of the co hosts and guests alone and do not represent the corporate position of Kamari Media Inc. or the Kamari Consultant Community.